Welcome to Toolbox Talk, Smallfish Business Coaching's podcast for tradies and builders. Now I'm John Dale and I'm a business coach for tradies and builders and this podcast is here to help you put structure and systems into your business so you can grow it properly. If you want to watch some more of my videos, head over to smallfish.com.au and while you're there, check out the Big Numbers Workbook and learn a bit more about the important numbers in your business. Understanding margins for traders and builders. Now, I'm making this video in support of last week's video where I talked about resisting downward price pressure, you know, particularly in the current situation when everyone seems to think that because of a pandemic, you need to be cheaper. Okay, I want to encourage you to resist that pressure, of course, right? That likely pressure that you may or may not get. And watch the video if you haven't watched it. Right? I want you to maintain your margins because that's important and it's important to keep your business healthy. Now this video is about understanding your margins and your costs properly. So you speak from a position of knowledge and confidence when you're talking about price, rather than being a little bit uncertain, right? And I know that when someone says you're too expensive or someone else is cheaper, or you need to be cheaper because everybody else is, you know, it's good to know whether that's bullshit or not, right? It's my experience and observation from working with lots of tradies and builders that many of you don't really, not really understand your margins and your costs properly. Okay, you have an idea of what margins you have, particularly when you're quoting, but it, it often kind of ends there, or or the checking and the process around making sure that you did make as much money as you thought you might make when you quoted is a bit how's your father, a bit informal. So here's some explanations for you, in case you don't know. Your margin, and that's gross margin I'm referring to, is the difference between what it costs you to do a job, that's labour and materials and subcontractors, and the sale price, right? So you pay for your People who work, your tradespeople, you pay for your subcontractors, you buy materials, and then you put some gross margin on that, and that becomes what you sell it at, right? And your price. And it's expressed as a percentage of that sell price. Okay, that's important. That's when it's gross margin. So if you did a job for 10 grand, and labor was 4,000 bucks, and materials were $3,000, and gross profit then was 3,000, right? Because 4,000, 3,000 is seven, 10 take away seven leaves you three. 3,000. Is 30% of 10,000. So your gross profit is 3,000 and your gross margin is 30%. Okay? And that margin, that $3,000 or all the $3,000 or all the 30% rather that you make on your jobs, they have to cover all the costs of doing your business, don't they? And they're your overheads, right? Rent, vehicles, insurance, your business coach, marketing, tools, petrol, tolls, parking, phones, internet, uniforms, bookkeeping, accounting your salary or some of your salary if you spend some of your time on the tools and some of your time working in the office. Your admin person's wage if you have an admin person. What's left after all those costs is your net profit. Right? And if it's a dollar value, it's net profit. And if it's a percentage of your total turnover, it's net margin, okay? So if you have your, you have your revenue, your gross profit or your gross margin, right? Gross profit if it's a number, gross margin if it's a percentage, and your net margin and your net profit as well. And for most trade businesses, a net margin of 10% is a healthier normal one, right? And that's where most of my customers are aiming at a 10% net margin, right? A lot of people are aiming at a 30% gross margin, don't always have one. Lots of people are down closer to 20, and lots of people are aiming at a 10% net margin and don't always make it, right? Many I meet have a two and three and five and 6% net profit, net margin. 
So only 10%, right? This is the important part. Only 10% of the money from every job is actual profit for you. 90% goes to all the costs of running the business, right? Including your salary. And that's your salary for doing the work. And it's a cost. It's not your profit. You need to have salary and profit, right? Your profit goes on top of your salary. And it's your reward for kind of trying, for taking all that risk, for taking the initiative of starting a business and for going out there and doing all that other work, the marketing and all that stuff. And also, don't forget this, that profit, that 10%, gets chipped away at when people make mistakes and you have to pay someone to go back and fix them up, right? When people go over budget on time and take longer than you're allowed for in your quote, or when they waste materials and make, when they make mistakes, or when some asshole doesn't pay, right? And let's be honest, that happens. So your margins are less than you might think, aren't they? If you gave someone a 10% discount for COVID because they said you should, then you paid everything, right? As long as no mistakes got made, etc., including in your quote. But you made no profit for the business on that job. Okay, so the point I'm trying to make is that a 10% discount doesn't sound like much. It's a lot. It's all your profit. Another thing to understand is how much your employees really cost you. And I've covered this before, and it's covered in my Big Numbers Tracker, so I'm not going to spend ages on it now. Right? You can download the tracker, head over to my website, smallfish.com.au. It's on the homepage, follow your nose. Okay, but I'll do it quickly. If you pay someone 40 bucks an hour, plus super, plus sick pay, plus holiday pay, and they're 70% efficient, they cost you a lot more than 40 bucks an hour. Right? You add their, their super, that's 10%, so they're really costing you 44 an hour. But you pay them... 20 days holiday and 10 days for being sick and they don't work right that's 30 days already and public holidays there's probably more like 39 in new south wales so there's 39 days out of the year where you have to pay them but they're not doing any work they're not charged to a job so already they're starting to look more but then you think if they're 70 percent efficient on a 40-hour week they might spend 70 percent of those 40 hours actually working on a job swing and a hammer or a screwdriver or whatever and the other, the rest of it 30% of that week doing other things right there's smoko you pay them to have smoko it's the law you have to right so there's two and a half hours a week that's six percent already they do toolbox talks they do safety briefings they spend time being inefficient or slower than you might allow in your quotes they drive between jobs they might bludge for a bit or sit on their phone for a minute or answer the phone and talk to their partner they might drive to the hardware store and pick up some stuff that you didn't allow for in your quotes. This efficiency rating is important. They're not really doing paid work 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. Pay them 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, don't you? But they don't do work 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. So that efficiency rating is really important. Think of it like this. If you allow 20 hours for a job, that's a small job, right? Or your meter rate, your per meter rate or whatever, includes an allowance of 20 hours. Then that's two and a half days for one person, right? On an eight hour day. And if they're 100% efficient, it's two and a half days. But it's more like three full days in real life. And yet you've charged your customer two and a half, 20 hours, and you've probably paid your person 24 hours, three days. You see what I mean? I hope you do. I hope we've shown you that your jobs have a lot less fat in them than you think and that discounting is costly i hope i've also shown you that your people cost you more than you think which means discounting is costly and what you should do of course is download the big numbers tracker and start thinking about your pricing and your readiness to discount right and when somebody says oh you need to discount whether they talk about covid or some other rubbish you know 
understand what that's going to do and what, understand what your costs really are when you're considering whether you should discount or not. Another thing you should do is you should set your systems up to actually measure this so when you, so that you really know, right? So that when some prick says, oh, it's COVID, I'm going to need you to help me out here. You know what that means to you, right? You know what's going to happen to your numbers and your costs if you start knocking some money off the top. Well, if you want me to help you with this, and I do spend some of my time with my clients helping them be strong and resist price discounting and helping them be strong and set their actual pricing appropriately so their business runs profitably all the time, right? If you want me to help you doing that, you need to book a 10-minute chat because that's business coaching, right? You should book a 10-minute chat. There's a link below. We'll work through the process together, right? We'll decide together whether business coaching is the right thing for you. If you don't want to do business coaching, at least make sure you charge enough to run your business profitably. See you later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, please tell your friends. Like it, share it, or give it a gold star or something. Maybe even leave a nice review. It will help me out. Thanks a lot.